0: I am Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on September the 14th, 2009. Newcomers, look into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And on that site, you'll find a whole list of other sites I have there. Bookmark them for future use in case the big ones go down, and that way you'll always be able to download the latest shows for free. And you have a whole bunch to choose from. There's CuttingThrough.Checkness.com. Cuttingthroughthematrix.net.us.ca. There's also Alan Watt cuttingthroughthematrix.ca and Alan Watt sentient sentinel.eu. The sentient sentinel site is a European site. Uh, it has all the audios of the other ones, but it also has the addition of transcripts of some of the talks I've given for print up written in the various languages of Europe. And remember, you are the listeners you bring me to you. I don't get corporate backing. I don't have a big business behind me and uh, i don't i'm not an ngo that's another thing too i have no affiliations with anything and uh, it's up to you to keep me going the ads on this show that you'll hear uh, are paid straight to rbn for their airtime and that pays for the airtime for them for their equipment for the staff the board ops etc and their bills everyone's got bills so it's up to you to keep me going and you can always Go to my site, cutting for matrix.com website, see how to do it. You can buy the books I have for sale and the DVDs and CDs and so on. That keeps me hopping along just about and um, sometimes wildly hopping, I should say very wild. And you can also donate through PayPal. If you want to donate or buy through PayPal and you see the PayPal buttons are on the site. Personal checks are good within Canada and the U.S. Uh, international money postal orders from your post office in the US are good for Canada. It's the international one you have gotta get. And as I say, there's PayPal outside the US. MoneyGram, Western Union. Western Union is also expensive, so I use that as a last resort. But it does it does work, it's pretty efficient. And that to say is how you get to me. For those who get the discs burned of the talks I give, they don't have a computer and they get passed uh, just pass around to them you can get in touch with me at Alan Watts w, uh, W-A-T-T Site 41 Box 4 Estaire which is E-S-T-A-I-R-E Ontario, Canada and the postal code is P as in Peter the number 3 E as in Elizabeth the number 4 N as in Nora and the number 1 P-3-E-4-N-1 uh, reality is what I was uh, prattling on about last week. Reality is something we take for granted because we think reality is is what emerges every day from the media and from the mouths of our acquaintances, which is generally just a repetition of what the media is going on about, and that isn't reality at all. Reality is so far removed from the ordinary people and, and even those in universities too uh, that uh, there are different levels of, of reality. The bottom level really is just written by the script writers to manage the public. That's all it is. All the stuff you get at the the bottom level is to manage the public so they never catch on to the big agendas that are underway in their lifetime. That's that's all it is really, you know. And in academia, uh, they they truly believe they're on board with whatever agendas and trend in vogue at the moment that pays them well. And they learn their, their words and their, their phrases and the slogans very, very well. That's where they get their pay. But they still don't catch on either. In fact, some of the worst people to try and educate are those who think they're already educated. And we'll be going into some of that tonight when I come back from this break. This is cutting through the matrix. This weekend was quite something where I live in Ontario because the big boys that have been spraying us now for years, the aerial spraying that goes on, were really at it with maybe over a dozen planes, maybe up to 15, 20 planes in the sky sometimes at one time. Just going back and forth in all different directions and leaving these massive trails, which are not contrails, of course, and you could see them expanding... Uh, like I've never before these are a new type I guess and they could really really expand into these thick thick wide trails going from horizon to horizon and then by the evening uh, everyone's talking to death you know because this stuff comes down obviously and it certainly isn't good for your lungs now they've talked about bioengineering the planet etc for global warming and uh, the joke is they've been doing it all along at least since '98 that I can remember, because that's when I remember they really started it big time. One day, I got out of my old house and looked up, and, and it was like it was like a, a third world war with the trails in the sky all over the place. Checkerboard, massive too. And by, by a year's time after that, they got so cocky that very few people were, I guess, complaining or even noticing. Because they're trained not to mention anything unless it's in the media. And that's a fact. That is a fact. They'll deny what they see themselves if it's not in the media. If the media says something like uh, a swine flu exists, they'll believe it, even though there's no signs of it. But that's how trained they are. But this spraying has been going on for years. since 98. Across the world. And after thousands and thousands of photographs, for instance, I just gave up uh, keeping them. Getting sent from all over the place, plus my own because you can take them any day you want uh, pretty well and of course we know that uh, by the end of the day when they're really spraying heavily you end up with this egg Part of it, I've no doubt, is to get us used to taking annual inoculations for all kinds of things. That was said at the 2006 World Health Organization meeting. Once they can get the public to start taking annual shots for anything, they'll be giving them all kinds of shots for the rest of your life every year, and a booster is for everything every year, too. That's how you train the herd, you see. And that's what they call us, the herd, herd immunity. Now, reality, these people at the top have been prattling on very, very vocally and mainstream about too many people and the need to drastically reduce the populations. This goes for the United Nations, too, this massive front organization that was set up by the Royal Institute for International Affairs, comprised of bankers, by the way, and the cohorts in the U.S., They now call themselves the Council on Foreign Relations. They set up the United Nations as a good front with big captains of industry, the big bankers on board, to create a new world. Uh, Again, at the very beginning, too, they had had a department set up for depopulation because they had had it in their heads, even back when they called it the League of Nations, that there was just too many people, and they'd had to depopulate. So here's the same people saying, we want you to take vaccines because we want you healthy, Uh, But they have have another place in the United Nations building on population, and they want to bring your population down. Now, if you are dumb enough after hearing this, and go and check it out for yourself, don't ask me for the links. Go into the United Nations and look at the Department on Population. And look at all the statements they've made, all the the world meetings they've had about depopulating. Read other articles about how they did sterilize people in Africa and, and India with supposedly free tetanus shots to women only that literally targeted their ovaries straight there, bioengineered bio biowarfare, and caused massive um, inflammation there uh, and ended up with scarred, completely scarred, useless ovaries that were sterilized. Look in and see who admitted to that after a long battle same boys you see same people now here they are wanting you to take untried vaccines that you cannot test yourself by the way your doctor can't test it he doesn't have the facilities and most laboratories the small laboratories couldn't test it either everything is taken on pure faith at the command of government or governments because they're all on board with this so getting back to my points When they want to keep you fit against something that doesn't exist and they want to get something into your body. They want billions of people to take it across the world. And at the same time, they want to depopulate you and they don't like it that you can still breed. Some of you still are fertile. They don't like that at all. Well, mugs you. Mugs you if you go along with it. That's all I can say. Because all the data is out there. When the big bad wolf dresses up uh, with a white coat and has a syringe in his hand, uh, it's up to you. It's up to you if you want to believe he truly has changed uh, his whole nature. He has seen the light, and he's a good boy now, and he's all altruistic. He's been saved or something like that, you see. It's up to you, because all the information truly, truly is out there. And if you should be suspicious, completely, utterly paranoid, about what's going on right now because none of it makes any medical sense whatsoever. But it does make political sense. It does make political sense because this is a political agenda. Political agenda. And and in Britain, for instance, I think two-thirds of doctors and nurses said they ain't going to take it. Why? Because they've got enough sense there to realize you don't take number one untested vaccines and these vaccines have all new kinds of things in them like nanoparticles 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 were responsible for for deaths in China and incapacitating diseases of the lungs because once they get into a system they start killing off cells And they've added these nanoparticles as a way to to actually get your immune system supposedly reacting at at total war with what they're putting in there so that you'll produce your antibodies. This is supposedly the theory behind it. So they're introducing a new thing untried, untested into your body even though they know that this can continue and start a continuous infection. That's what they call it, a continuous infection. You can go into uh you can go into this one site here global research, september the thirteenth, two thousand nine, and they talk about it here. They talk about the swine flu vaccine and so on. It says here it contains they've been found to contain nanoparticles. Vaccine makers have been experimenting with nanoparticles as a way to turbocharge turbocharge vaccines for several years. And now it's come out that the vaccines approved for use in Germany and other European countries contain nanoparticles in a form that reportedly attacks healthy cells and can be deadly. You feel better now. In 2007, researchers at the Ecole Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne announced in an article in the journal. Nature Biotechnology, that they had developed a nanoparticle that can deliver vaccines more effectively, with fewer side effects and at a fraction of the cost of current vaccine technologies. The article went on to describe the effects of their breakthrough. At a mere 25 nanometers, these particles are so tiny that once injected, they flow through the skin's extracellular matrix, making a beeline to the lymph nodes, your lymph glands. Within minutes, they've reached a concentration of DCs thousands of times greater than in the skin. The immune response can then be extremely strong and effective. There's only one small problem with vaccines containing nanoparticles. They can be deadly and at the least cause severe irreparable health damage. Nanoparticles promoted in the mass media as a new wonder revolution of science are particles that have been produced vastly smaller than deadly asbestos particles which caused severe lung damage and death before being outlawed. Particles at a nano size fused together with membranes of our body cell membranes and, according to recent studies in China and Japan, continuously destroy cells once introduced into the body. Okay, I'll repeat that last part for the harder thinking. It says here, it says here studies in China and, and Japan show um, that these nanoparticles continuously destroy cells once introduced into the body. Once they interact with the body's cellular structure, they cannot be removed. You have a continuous infectious reaction, continuous forever to die. Back with more after this break. this is cutting through the matrix, just, just going through the wonders of medical science to the general public, hoping that uh, they'll get the message, at least the ones that listen to this show. And it's good to see, as I say, that, that even doctors, nurses in Britain, a good majority of them don't want this uh, new flu shot uh, because it's un- untested, untried, and uh, they're not in a habit of of just taking their annual shots. I think only 16% have said take annual shots. The rest don't, generally because they've had bad experiences before with the shots that they've had. And here's an article here that ties in. What is it with these sudden mandatory inoculations of all kinds? What's really going on? eh? What really is going on? Well, we know the agenda. Uh, We know we've all been sterilized, even the ones... We're not quite sterilized yet are way down par in the sperm count department according to the United Nations itself but that's no crisis even though the average western male uh, according to the UN is about 85% sterile now but it's no crisis we don't make a... why is it not a crisis well it's because it's obviously meant to be that way what caused it well the whole host of things could be your food could be your water because they talked about putting it in both uh, it could be the injections that you had as children i'm sure I, mean, I personally think that's got a lot to do with it i don't think any of the shots we had really were, were intended for the purposes that they told us i've even got links to some of the doctors and or, or, or some of the professionals that worked on the the um polio vaccine admitting they knew of it, all the different live monkey viruses that all the shots contained, plus the semi and 40, they knew in advance that this, uh, one virus only had to, had one function in nature, and it seemed to be to cause cancers, but they gave it anyway. You see? Saying that the, the, the benefits outweighed, you know, any other risks. In other words, if you're in a minority that ends up dying of something, because of the shots, well, uh, we did our best. You know, uh, the greater good. You see, they're all talking about the greater good. Uh, well, if you're part of the the number of the, the unfortunates that end up having a bad reaction and die, uh, you're just a, a statistic. You see. Well, it works, it works good on most most people, and, and that's how they see. This is this is the mass society we're in. We're treated like the masses, the masses. The communists call us the masses. You see. And now the elite call us the masses. We're the masses. It doesn't matter what, what country it is or what kind of regime they're good in. There's the masses and then there's them themselves at the top. And everything has to, 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 to just be a, a, a one size fits all, whether it's shoes or a suit or injections. And they, they've even got the, the nerve to say that if you have a bad reaction, well, that's because you've got the wrong genes, the wrong gene type. You see, that's why you reacted with a good vaccine. The, the, the con tricks are just incredible of these liars and shysters that run the, the pharma businesses. And, of course, the little paid whores, the politicians, that front for them. And that's what they are. Because they certainly don't serve the people. I I haven't seen that in my lifetime, where politicians actually serve the people. I've never seen it. They serve their party. They're like trained seals at a circus, sitting on a little ...stool, clapping their front fins together... ...when their party boss speaks. They all want to get up the ladder... ...and you've got to toe the line, be part of the party... ...never mind the constituents or the public. In other words, we have corruption par excellence... ...in every political regime on the planet. And that's the normal now. Of course, they never say that at all. They always give you lies and excuses, etc. But they're all on board with the same world agenda against terrorism, it keeps us all safe. And none of the guys are keeping us all safe, they can literally attack us down in a coffin until we can't move. And I guess then we'll be perfectly safe. The oldest dodge in the book to keep you safe. But it take all your rights away. This article here is from the Telegraph, twelfth of september two thousand nine. 2,000 schoolgirls suffer suspected ill effects from cervical cancer vaccine by Laura Donnelly. Doctors' report show that girls of 12 and 13 have experienced convulsions, fever and paralysis after being given the vaccine, which is now administered in schools, and the schools are administering it, as part of efforts to prevent women developing cancer. And that's very misleading. Because really, it's supposed to um, help help, possibly, and has been proven to do it, prevent about three types of human papilloma virus, you see, the genital types. That's what it's for, under the guise that that might stop uh, later cancers of the cervix. There's many other ones that they don't cover, but we don't even know if it will work with these ones. It says here, others suffered nausea, muscle weakness, dizziness, and blurred vision, according to a special report drawn up by drug safety watchdogs. I guess i have to throw more meat at these guys to look the other way. And it says, a support group says it has received dozens of calls from parents who believe their daughters have been damaged by the vaccine. Parents of one teenage girl given a jab last autumn believe it was to blame for repeated seizures, which has left her with brain damage and psychosis. I guess she's just got these bad genes, bad reaction to the good vaccine, you see. The immunisation programme for teenage girls is controversial because it protects them from, it, not the way they word this at all, from the sexually transmitted human papilloma virus, which causes 70% of cervical tumours. Now, the fact is, it's only covering three types of papilloma virus, and there's many, many more than that. And it's not definite that, that will cause the cancer, or if the vaccine will work. Back with more after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks, I'm Alan Watt, and we're cutting through the matrix, just going through the farce of the medical profession, uh, always bearing in mind, as I said earlier that they want to depopulate. They want to depopulate. Personally, I think they've been at it for a long time. And that's why uh, people in the Western world have been becoming sterile at such an incredible pace, especially when you find, and you go through the books by Huxley and others, Julian, who talked about putting something in the water or injections or in their food uh, to, to do that very thing, to sterilize the public. You know, the first CEO of UNESCO, United Nations UNESCO, really you know if you can take this information and look into it for yourselves you'll have to come to the same conclusions yep they really are they really are out to get you but you can't tell the children and that's why they treat you like children that's why they give you bogus flu scares and so on to take inoculations or to do something else getting back to this article here on the called cancer supposed several cancer vaccine it says here that uh, campaigners and families said the new figure showed the vaccinations should not have been introduced via a mass program. More than one million girls have already been given the jab, which is offered to all as they enter their teens. Until 2011, it will be administered to older girls so that all female teens below the age of 18 will be covered by the program. Then then they go into the the PR blurb. See, in Britain and uh, the British Commonwealth, they call it ministers as politicians. They call them ministers, you know, they can't even give you a good sermon. They can't even give you a good speech at all. even though they're, know, they're scripted by their professionals for them. But what, what, they're really lawyers. So here you have lawyers saying that ultimately the scheme will save 700 lives a year. While drug safety experts, they don't have to give you names of people anymore. Do you notice that? Just experts. Remember Bertrand Russell said that we'll, we'll train the public. Uh, to believe nothing except experts, whatever the experts say. Now, they don't even need names. They say experts, ministers and experts. Insist that the number of suspected reactions are outweighed by the benefits from the jab. So there you are. If you're in that minority, that uh, comes down with seizures and paralysis and stuff like that. Uh, then it have bad genes. Get ever reacted with this very nice, well-tested vaccine? So most of the more than... 2,000 suspected reactions recorded by Drug Safety Watchdog Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency were mild with dozens of girls recording rashes, pain in the arm, and allergies. But the report prepared by the MHRA earlier this month also discloses cases in which teens have suffered convulsions, eye-rolling, muscle spams, seizures, hyperventilation, etc. soon after being given the jab. 2,107 patients had reported some kind of suspected adverse reaction to Cervorix. That's just up to the present time. Several reported multiple reactions with 4,602 suspected side effects recorded in total. Jackie Fletcher, founder of Jabs, a support group for families whose children have fallen ill after immunisation, said she had taken dozens of calls from patients or parents who believed their daughters had been damaged by the cervical cancer vaccine she spoke to parents whose daughters have had seizures, paralysis it's kind of severe you know when you get paralysis and seizures blurred vision severe headaches and the loss of feeling in parts of their body, that's fairly common by the way, with these inoculations because of the squealing and stuff, you lose part of your feeling in your body will try to convince parents that these problems are in their child's mind or have nothing to do with vaccines but we don't think there's sufficient evidence to show Cervarix is safe and medical safety experts, no names mentioned of course just experts, insist the benefits of the vaccine outweigh the risks see, that's it one suit fits all until, you know, your, your child drops or you yourself, drop. You say, this is, the, this, is the, this is the best they can give you in these Ha, <laughs> I, I would take nothing off them. Nothing off them at all. Nothing at all. It's safer that way. And he's a, you know who runs... These little lackeys, these lackeys that... that I've talked about psychopaths before, how they get into the system and they, they, they backstab their way up. Very cunning people. They always seem to create chaos around them and walk out squeaky clean. Stand, they stand back and watch the fallout, you see. That's how they operate. It's a, it's a gift they have. They don't have to think how to do it. They can do it naturally. But they get up there. And they're predators, too. <clears throat> they often have a lot of strange kinks in their behavior and they get to the top of the particular area. Here's an article here from Mail Online, and I've been reading these kind of things my whole life long uh, from especially uh, the British papers. Because Britain's a great example for the whole world. The rest of the world's better at covering up these things. But but you do get these things breaking out in a British paper like like judges, high court judges, that, that strangle themselves to death trying to do some strange sexual thing in their kitchen that happened a few years ago that's not uncommon either when he was dressed up in a in his Sunday best dress you know, stuff like that and this is from the Daily Mail to show you what's in charge of your children and so on Britain's ambassador for schools in Europe sacked over child porn charges a deputy headmaster who represents British schools in Europe has been sacked after he was arrested on child pornography charges. Ken Brown of Dorothy Stringer High School in Brighton was arrested over the summer holidays on suspicion of possessing indecent images of children, police confirmed. Chair of the school, governors, Reg Hook, confirmed that Mr. Brown, also head of languages at the school, had been axed after his arrest on July the 24th. Mr. Brown was one of 25 teachers in the UK selected by the Foreign Office, that's like the government office, the Foreign Office, like the Foreign Affairs Bar, as an ambassador for British schools in Europe to do with a pupil exchange project launched in 2007. Mr. Hook said in his letter, a member of school staff, Ken Brown, was arrested July 24, 2009, on suspicion of possessing indecent images of children. I'm able to advise you that he no longer works at the school. Well, you you know how that predator worked his way up to that position? Do you realize a lot of of people must have covered for him as well on his way up? See, they've all got dope on each other. They've all got something on each other. That's how the system works. They all have dope on each other, you see. To get to that level, obviously he didn't start into pornography and children when he got there. He's always been like that. Always. Nothing new. We're run by corruption, you see. And deviance. That's what we're run by. That's what runs us. <clears throat> now, a few months ago, I gave links and I talked about um, articles uh, where the, the governments, the US government, Canadian and so on, had set up... Uh, internet cyber cops uh, special military ones in fact that would surf the net etc and attack certain people with computers who were speaking out about certain things like 9-11 for instance here's an article here from information liberation it says here internet security software company says 9-11 so if you do a search on 9-11 you're not quite happy with the story. A search on 9-11, it, you'll you end up getting infected with malware and spyware by Curt Nemo. Prior to the 8th anniversary of 9-11, researchers at Trend Micro, an antivirus software company, warned uh, that Google searches of the term September the 11th lead to rogue AV malware. Malware, short for malicious software, is software designed to infiltrate a computer without the owners knowing it. Malware includes computer viruses, worms, Trojan horses, rootkits, spyware, misleading adware, crimeware, and other malicious and unwanted software. See, they can set you up with the crimeware. The crimeware is where literally someone who's doing some uh, casino racket, for instance, can end up using your computer to store all their data, and you won't know it. You'll be caught with it. And guess and it's, who's doing it? It's the people at the Pentagon. Set you up. Get rid of you. Says should come as no surprise that the Pentagon would aggressively attack the information highway in their attempt to achieve dominance on in information warfare. Trend micro suggestion, people should rely on... Reputable news agencies for their information on 9 11. You know, the same corporate media sources that spread the official fairy tale generated by the government and its hand picked whitewash commission of insiders. After its release, the commission report was questioned by over, uh, oh, it says here, of thousands of family members, etc., etc. So, that's what you're going to get now, you see. They're at war with the public, of the world, by the way. There's a war on the world under the guise of fighting terror. There's a war, a planned war, into a new world order. And when you think about it, you see the physical war has been a series of smaller wars leading up to the first Gulf War invasion. And since then, we've been at war continuously. From the early 90s onwards, continuous warfare. And warfare takes many The war really is on the general public to bring them into a new type of society where they'll decline drastically in numbers and as they decline, they'll learn to eat less and eat vegetables and not meat and so on and live in sustainable communities which happen to be the run-down cities that you're all to be crammed into. A few years ago, I read a report on Toronto and another uh, U.S. city at the same time, and the officials in those cities said it would take more, so much more, to fix the infrastructure, the you know the sewage systems, the water pipings, all the different s- systems that they have. It'd have to be cheaper to build a brand new city than to repair it. It was, it was almost beyond repair cost-wise, and I thought at the time. Well, it's perfect because they're already saying we're all going to get driven into these overcrowded cities. They're already falling apart. They don't mean to upgrade them and fix them, because they plan us all to be down to manageable population, by about 2,030 to 2,050. Things start to make sense to you. You see, when you study enough, and you study their stuff, not not, not the, the conspiracy stuff. You study their stuff. They tell you where they're taking you tell you they want to depopulate and when you're mandating inoculations you better be paranoid you better be paranoid I haven't met anyone who's had any swine flu, I don't know anybody that has, it seems to exist in the media and that's it like it did the last time when the media stopped talking about the swine flu, guess what it was suddenly, suddenly, instantly gone instantly gone back on Saturday there was 2 million people according to the British papers marched on the US Capitol to protest against Obama's spending in a Tea Party demonstration this is the 12th of September 2009 and this is the the Mail Online it the recurring signs of slogans such as Obamacare makes me sick, as they protested the president's health care plan and what they say is out of control spending. A line of protesters spread across Pennsylvania Avenue for blocks all the way to the Capitol, according to the Washington Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency. People were chanting, Enough, Enough, and We the People. Others yelled, You lie, you lie, and Pelosi has to go, referring to, to, to Californian Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi. Demonstrators waved U.S. flags and held signs reading, go go green, recycle Congress. That's a good one. Recycle Congress. And I'm not your ATM because the folk are so sick of being fleeced by the bankers in collusion with the governments. Men wore colonial costumes as they listened to speakers who warned of Judgment Day. Election date 2010, I don't care about who you vote in. This agenda will all be the same way. It's been in the same way for years. It doesn't matter what party you bring in. If you notice, Obama's policy with Afghanistan and the Middle East is exactly the same as Bush's. They're all the same, you see. Long-term geopolitics can't stop because party changes happen. It never has stopped. Richard Bridgel, 57, a Vietnam War veteran and former teamster, Came from Michigan. He said, "Healthcare needs to be reformed, but not according to President Barack Obama's plan. My grandchildren are going to be paying for this. It's going to cost too much money, and we don't that we don't have." He said, while marching, bracing himself with a wooden cane as he walked. So, it's good to see, at least in the U.S., that people are coming out after getting fleeced, losing all their rights, pretty well, uh, and having to report with security cards and all the rest of it going through airports, and shortly they've announced that you're going to have to tell Homeland Security when you're going to leave the country, where you're going, how long you'll be, and all this kind of... This is the new Soviet. This is the new Soviet. It's the same with mandatory inoculations. That was the Soviet system, too. We've merged. We've merged. This is the new upgraded... When you improved World Soviet, remember the Club of Rome said they favoured the collectivism way of managing the masses. The masses. It's easier that way. You just tell them what to do by law, order them to do it, and do it. None of this democracy stuff, where folk have rights, all that stuff. You just can't get anything done. And getting back to what I said at the beginning of the show, we're the last ones at this level to know any reality. Here's a spraying in the sky and not one major newspaper will even mention it. It's been happening for years. They all know it. They know it. But they won't say anything. They'll create a fake flu and they're told to and go into action then and it's all over the media. But they won't tell you what's really there. And whenever they do tell you something, it's years after the fact. Under the Official Secrets Act, generally a whole generation's died off. I can remember when people came back from Gulf War One, Canadian troops and American troops and British troops, their hair was falling out, their teeth were falling out. And I can remember that the, the, the Canadian government brought two guys on from the military to explain that no, this had nothing to do with depleted uranium, etc., etc. This article here is from the Telegraph. September the 10th, 2009. Soldier died from exposure to depleted uranium during the Gulf War. Years after the fact. How many of them died? See, They're all dead now, right? You can't give them compensation. When they're dead, that's why they wait till you all die off. Now read this when I come back from this break. Tell you years after an event, uh, a little of the truth. Once most of the folk have died, and this is about this article is about uh, now they're admitting that soldiers died from depleted uranium before it was all denied, denied, denied. Oh, it could be anything at all that killed them. But here, an inquest has actually confirmed that this is what caused this guy's cancers and since the hearing in Smedwick, West Midlands, England, was told that Stuart Dyson died 17 years after being exposed to particles of substances used in munitions during the 1991 conflicts. Mr. Dyson, who served in the Royal Pioneer Corps, died aged 39 in June last year after a battle against colon cancer which spread to his liver and spleen, giving evidence to an inquest jury professor, Christopher Busby, an expert on the effects of uranium and health, said Mr. Dyson's cancer was more likely than not caused by ingestion and inhalation of the substance during his service in the Gulf. The witness, a visiting professor at the University of Ulster, added, uranium is actually much more dangerous than it originally appeared to be, but they didn't know. The interesting thing about Mr. Dyson's cancer is that he was extremely young. The chances of him acquiring cancer were something like six per million per year. Professor Boswick said he had visited Iraq in 2000 and had found particles of depleted uranium with dangerously high radiation levels near the wrecks of tanks destroyed during the war he uses stuff to coat the shells the US military uses it and so does the British the expert told the jury we also know in this case that he was cleaning tanks and generally walking about in Gulf War 1 where there was a significant amount of depleted uranium in the air Mr Dyson was exposed by inhalation and ingestion my feeling about Mr. Dyson's colon cancer is that it was produced because he ingested some radioactive material and it became trapped in his intestine. It's certainly much more probable than not that Mr. Dyson's cancer was caused by exposure to depleted uranium. So there you have it. It's, it's, now they admit it. How many died? I can remember seeing one, uh, uh, there was a, a broadcast in Canada on a Canadian a woman who'd been in the military, her hair all felt, she was totally bald, and her teeth were all those classic symptoms of radiation poisoning. And the military were just doing all they could, Uh, these experts, they brought on these officers uh, to speak out on behalf of the military, denying and denying and denying that had anything to do with them and what they were using. It's amazing how folk will go off and fight for them, isn't it? It's just astonishing to these people who will constantly lie and lie and lie and prove time after time that they are won't kill you all off as long as you get the job done. They don't care. And then, you know, 20 years later, they'll tell you the truth later on. Once you're all dead and no one cares and have no money to pay out to survivors, they're all dead. That's the reality of life. That's the world we live in. It's corrupt. And I'm always astonished as to why people still think they're going to get truth given to them by the authorities when they've never given us truth in the past on anything. Anything at all. Completely different reality we're living. We're the bottom people, you see. Michael Jackson, that's what you get at the bottom. And the latest, Bimbo's, pumped up lips, etc. That's what you get at the bottom. Well that's it for tonight. So from Hamish and myself from Ontario, Canada, I'm sorry I couldn't do the colours. It's good nights and may a God or your God's go with you.